Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spot, <coughs> on <coughs> March 26th, 2020. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles. It's a beautiful place to do that, and we're all in this together. This segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions, a local advertising agency. Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, your actualized visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At your actualized visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your actualized visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your actualized visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your actualized visions, your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? It It is quite a struggle, but there are some amazing bright spots. You know, my wife is a piano teacher. And so she's been unable to visit any of her clients physically. Uh, Many of her students are young children, and uh, yet she is doing her – she continues to teach piano via uh, FaceTime and Zoom, and uh, it is really turning into quite uh, a a wonderful thing. Uh, The parents are thankful for that activity, that engagement with children, and uh, keeping them busy, keeping everybody busy. Man, is it is it, is it getting boring? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, listen. Um, before we we have a couple of things we were going to discuss. Our board is already lighting up here. Uh, so anybody yeah. that's on hold, just just stay there a moment, okay? We're going to get to you. All right. Um, right. Yeah. No. There's 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 so much going on. Um, I, I wanted to go through some of it. Um. A little bit here. We'll, we'll, we, we can continue some later after we get these calls in. Um, sure. Yeah, as you said, people are uh, getting creative. They're, they're working around this uh, epidemic situation. Um, technology, you know, 
they they couldn't do this during the Spanish influenza of 1917. <laughs> you know, they no. didn't have the technology to Zoom and FaceTime, and um, it, it's it's just amazing. You know, my husband is working from the home office with my office. Uh, he likes to he's yeah. he's kind of taking it over, but. Yeah. It's interesting. He gets up every morning, he gets showered, he gets dressed, he goes in the office, and he is on the phone or or the computer or Zoom or FaceTime all day long, all day yeah. long. I mean, they, the, his team is working. He's like, we got to be working 12-hour days. I mean, he is mm-hmm. on the phone all day long. So So people are getting things done, you know, um, right. and, and as right. I said, get it, they're getting creative. Um so um, you want to talk about a little something else? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over and yeah. get our call for the green room. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, uh, like uh, you know, I, I'll I'll start with uh, something uh, that I think is very important, as that is the the fact that uh, your uh, Thursday newsletter email newsletter, the South Bay by Jackie Weekend Guide, number 453, is the most uh, amazing source of information uh, for COVID-19 and other uh, uh, essential information that uh, I think probably exists anywhere in the country. But it's for us here in the South Bay, hyper-local. If you just look at uh, the links for all the cities, that have COVID-19 special websites. Um, it's, it's invaluable, um, the alerts, uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, you know, Takeout Tuesday. Well, it's the, the Great American Takeout every day um, if you're not cooking at home. And, uh, of course, uh, delivery is available via Postmates and Uber Eats. Um, there's a lot of good news. And uh, we have to we have to focus on on the positive. And uh, I just love uh, Jackie's uh, uh, newsletter, her her weekend guide, uh, which is not. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's not a it's not a tale of uh, live music and uh, great parties like it usually is, but it is an amazing resource. Amazing resource. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate that. Listen, we have uh, Christian Hor- Horvath on on the line. He is. Uh, uh, council member from the city of Redondo Beach, and we're going to get him right in here. Hey, Christian, how are you? Hey, good morning, Jackie. How you doing? Good morning. We're, we're doing okay. We're, we're doing okay. So, um, tell us, give us, give it, give us some updates. What do the, what do the citizens of Redondo Beach need to know? Well, I think uh, right now everything that the the first thing would be that the uh, city of Redondo Beach was the the first one to declare a local emergency. Uh, city manager decided to do that on uh, March 12th, and then the uh, city council um, verified that you know on um, uh, the following Tuesday. Uh, and since then, I think we've had four or five different updates. Uh, there's probably going to be another update coming either later today or first thing tomorrow. Um, and uh, and it just it's evolving with the crisis. So as you see kind of the state make moves or the county and uh, Department of Public Health make moves, uh, the city is adjusting as necessary to uh, ensure that we are doing 
everything that needs to be done to keep everybody safe and uh, and or addressing issues that we see popping up, uh, you know, as a result of we've never really had this experience before, right? This is uh, new for everybody. Right. Uh, so, uh, so our city, I'm sure most cities are doing this. They're, we're working in collaboration with the Redondo Beach Unified School District, with the Beach City Health District. Uh, we're working and talking with our sister cities, Hermosa, Manhattan, El Segundo, uh, Torrance, um, as well as the county, um, and, uh, you know, just trying to do everything we can. Uh, one thing I will say is that uh, tonight I am uh, having my normal community meeting, except it's going to be virtual over Zoom. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. so hopefully I'll have, uh, I'll have some special guests from the city to answer questions that residents may have. Uh, I've also invited um, reps from the state and the federal government as well, because some of the questions I'm getting from residents, you know, like, hey, can the city help us with small business loans? You know, those are things that are outside the purview of a local municipality, but uh, but are things that the federal government and or the state government, you know, uh, are trying to work on with emergency legislation. So uh, I, I don't know if they'll if they'll key into the uh, into the meeting, but if they can, then hopefully any of those types of questions could be answered as well. So right now, I think uh, myself, I'm assuming my colleagues, you know, uh, as well as the city, we're just trying to be a resource for information and uh, trying to be as proactive as possible, and and really just trying to stay one step ahead of where things are at right now, uh, right. since it's like I said, right. evolving. Yeah, no, it, it it is it is a rapidly evolving. Uh, as you said, updates are flying. Um, I saw that Redondo Beach uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was what it was something I did get a sign up for alerts. But you now have a COVID nineteen a dedicated page for it, where people can go and get all the information they need. One of the things, Christians, uh, Christian, I want to ask you is there are uh, I'm hearing stuff now about possibly closing the beaches. We know Hermosa Beach closed their beach uh, a couple of days ago because they own their beach, but Redondo Beach is county-owned. But I'm hearing word that beaches may be closed soon. Uh, can you give us any updates on that? Yeah, I don't I don't think Hermosa has officially closed their beach. I believe that's going to happen on Saturday, um, mm -hmm. that they'll close the beach in the Strand. Um, it, it is my understanding that uh, there is probably going to be movement from the county on this. Uh, and maybe by my meeting tonight, I'll have more definitive information. But uh, if, if I was a betting man, I, uh, and just based on, you know, some of the, the conversations I've heard in the past few days, uh, I would say that it's, it's in all likelihood a, a, a sure possibility that that'll happen based on the fact that, uh, you know, we just had such a ginormous influx of people to the beach. Uh, and, yeah. and clearly that was that was not in keeping with, hey, this idea of, you know, shelter in place uh, uh, or stay safer at home, as the county is calling it, and, and then maintaining social distancing, you know. Um, I find myself, there's been a couple times where I've gone to the grocery store, and some grocery stores are actually doing a wonderful job of, of helping to manage that, you know, by only letting in a certain amount of people at a given time. Uh, Costco even has on the ground uh, delineators uh, of six feet so that when you're standing in the mm -hmm. checkout line, uh, you are six feet behind the person in front of you. Some grocery stores mm -hmm. haven't, you know, done that yet, and, and I find just people, uh, you know, somebody walked right up behind me uh, in, in the checkout line the other day. 
so I, I, I don't know, you know, we're clearly we're trying to communicate to the public that these, um, if you want to call them rules or guidelines are, are in their best interest. Uh, some of the things I'm reading out there, you know, is uh, are things like assume you have it, you know, and, and then act mm -hmm. accordingly. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's that's really the best way for people to uh, understand why. Uh, why this is important, whether you're out on a walk or or whatnot, just uh, take it seriously enough and maintain a certain amount of social distance between anybody else. Um, you know, my wife was out jogging uh, yesterday and uh, saw a group of people having a potluck in a driveway. You know, um, those are not the kind of things we wanna we wanna do right yeah. now. You know, uh, we we mm -hmm. and, and it's not because we don't want to. I. I I've, I've seen other things too, where people are having that social interaction with neighbors, but they're all staying on their own driveways, you know, uh, right, which, right, which right. is in, in keeping with the social distancing thing. So I, I, I would hate to have to see us uh, become more draconian and regulate things more, but if people are not following the guidelines, then I think you will see that happen uh, as a, as a way to try to uh, stem the flow of uh of any any future community spread, right? So right, right. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, whew. yeah. I don't I don't understand. I mean, do they not listen to the news? Do they not read the news? Do they are they not on social media? How can people not know? If somebody walks right up behind me in a grocery line, I I might get physical on them. I mean, how could they mm -hmm. not know? You know, you know, you know the old they back off. You know. Um, I, right. I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, or, or, or people just think they're, they're above and beyond it all. And, and it's not going to, it's not going to affect them, you know, and it may not affect them, but they may end up killing a loved one, you know? Hey, so hey Jackie, that, I think we have a caller. I'm going to uh, check we, out we, who they we, are. Or we, have you? We, no, we, no, I already talked to him. We do have another caller oh, yeah. on the line. So we're going to, uh, okay. Christian, thank you so much for calling in. And do you want to give out uh, any information about your, your, uh, your meeting tonight or any yeah. contact information if people have questions yeah the uh if you go to um if you go to my facebook page or my twitter page and or next door right now uh the information to join the meeting is there uh if you don't find it just send me a personal message and uh and i will make sure you get the information to join the meeting and i can send it to yeah. you jackie if you want in case you want to uh, post it up on your uh, site as well Perfect. Thank you so much, Christian Horvath, Redondo Beach City Council member, keeping Thank us you. up to date. Thank Thanks, you. Christian. Sure thing. Bye-bye. Thank you, Council. Thank you. All right. So this call, I'm very excited about this call, Joe, because mm. this, is, this is our South Bay at work right here, okay? Yeah. We've got yeah. Rob Rubens from R6 Distillery on the line, and he's, he's doing stuff. Rob, how are you? Hey, good morning, Jackie. Doing pretty good, all things considered. How are you doing? Uh, we're, we're we're we are hanging in there. We are hanging in there, and uh, as I said, we're just we're just uh, getting information out to the community. You know, we 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 right. opened up the phone lines a, a week ago, and we're like, we just want to know what's going on, and and, right. and with everything, not just your not just your city government and leaders, but local businesses, uh, organizations, our health district. We want to know what's going on, and. When I when I saw your email the other yesterday, I was like, "This is how it should be." Rob, tell us what you're doing. 
Uh, in the oddest change of events, we've gone from producing uh, ethanol for consumption, uh, like whiskey and vodka, gin and rum, to pivoting, uh, like so many others are doing right now, to producing ethanol for hand sanitizer production. And really the, the impetus and the goal behind this, as you know, there's a run on so many of these supplies and they're in such short um, short supply for the high demand that we're looking to provide these for local emergency responders, fire departments, um, police stations, hospitals, first responders. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, isn't that great? It, Joe, isn't that fantastic? Our own local El Segundo R6 distillery, one of our, our, it might be the only speakeasy in the South Bay, I think. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, they are now switching from uh, from producing spirits to um, – Helping out our first responders. Uh, so, um, hey, uh, Rob, you, tell you continue, Jackie. You continue. I'm gonna okay. uh, check a new new caller. Hold on. Uh, okay. All you right. Go okay. So, so Rob, so tell us about your GoFundMe page. Sure. So, in order to to do this, we're asking for help from the community so we can uh, produce what's needed or as, as much as we can produce to help supply that. So, in order to do that, we've started a GoFundMe page. Uh, and we're working on getting it on our website this morning, but it's on our Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash R6 Distillery. It's on our Instagram at R6 Distillery. And essentially the GoFundMe, 100% of that goes toward our labor force to produce it and the raw materials to produce it so that we can donate it to um, the immediate community. So right now we don't have, you know, excess supply that we're selling out of our tap room or anything like that, but all of this is, you know, raising funds to keep the lights on and to produce this for those that are really senior centers, uh, EMS, fire medical. I've had a number of South Bay folks, including, you know, head of El Segundo, Manhattan, Hermosa, Hawthorne, um, the, the MDs reaching out, the captain from the different stations reaching out, asking for this, you know, they're, they're willing to pay for it. And so we're, uh, right now we just have capital outlay to get all these raw materials and resources into the distillery so we can produce these and, and supply those folks who, who desperately need it and don't have it. You know, that, Rob, I, I'm, I love that. I love what you're doing. Uh, it's in, uh, it's interesting because I a couple of weeks ago there was a meme going around. Uh, it was a picture of uh, uh, I guess you call them hillbillies, uh, and <laughs> and there, and and there was a caption that said, "Hell, uh, moonshine, hell no, officer, we're making hand sanitizer." <laughs> and and it was funny. And then just a couple of days later, I started reading about uh, uh, distilleries and breweries that are switching over to do it. And I'm like, wow, they are really doing it. it really, officer, it really is hand sanitizer. So uh, just real <laughs> quickly, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into too much detail, but how, how do you have to change your physical operation to do this? Or is it like you have all the machinery, you just change up the brew or something? Yeah, exactly. So, so breweries don't really have the equipment or the uh, ability to do it unless they, they source in the materials from a distillery or rectifier. You're you're essentially distilling spirit, uh, ethanol, uh, alcohol mm-hmm. from whatever source you have, and then you're mixing that, you know, depending World Health Organization issues standards. You could do it with ethanol or isopropyl. We're doing it with ethanol because that's what we make on the daily and you mix that with hydrogen peroxide and uh, glycerol. So the, those three things essentially create uh, hand sanitizer and you can add 
you know, other things into it too, but really those are the three core ingredients and at least 60% mm-hmm. alcohol to kill COVID-19. We're going to be doing a higher prescribed percentage than that, um, which a lot of distilleries mm-hmm. are. So, well, wow. well th- thank you so thank you so uh, w- thank you from everybody for doing this. Give us your GoFundMe page information again. They need they need everybody. They the distillery needs the raw materials to make to make yeah. this stuff. So, so they set up a GoFundMe page. Uh, if you want to donate, donate, donate five bucks. You know you'll yeah, be, you'll be yeah. helping Any, everybody. Anything helps. Five bucks, you know, um, two bucks, ten bucks, whatever it is. A hundred percent of it goes towards this effort. Uh, and if you either go to our website, r6distillery.com, or just Google GoFundMe, all one word, and then space R6 Distillery, it'll pop right up. And we're right around $2,500, $2,600, I think, right now. We've gotten in the last you know, day and a half, and we're looking to get uh, at least $20,000 of just raw material costs, and then you know, go from there as, as we scale this up. Right. So appreciate okay. all your help. Appreciate everything, Jackie. Oh, you, thank you, you, Rob. No, thank you, thank you. But I just wanted to ask you. So during this time, are you still making booze, or is this all strictly uh, <laughs> sanitizer now? We're we're changing gears. We we are still doing stuff with booze in the back, cellaring barrels, and uh, the necessary stuff that has to be done to to monitor our babies back there. But um, really shifting gears here to to focus on that in the interim, at least. Right. Right. All right. Well, okay. Got, when got, when this is. When when that when that's when this is all over, Rob, we're all coming in for a drink, okay? Right. Please do. You can you stop and else get in and have a drink in our speakeasy. I will. Okay. Thank you so much, Rob, Rob Rubens, yeah. R6 Distillery. Thank you, Rob. Okay, Thank uh, you, Joe, now, we, we, Jackie, our next caller is the most fascinating. You know, it's the second and the second most fascinating call we've had. This is uh, Jessica and Zach from Fish Bar in Manhattan Beach. Uh, Jessica and Zach, you're on the air. How you doing? Hi, Jackie. Hi, Je- is this is this Jeff Jessica? How are you? Oh, that's me. How good? How are you, Jackie? Excellent. We're we're doing fine. Um, Fish Bar, one of our favorite yeah. one of our favorite joints. In in, in uh, hey, yeah. is that technically North? Is that North Manhattan? Do we we call it North yeah. Manhattan where you are? Yeah. Okay. El, All right. El Porto. I, 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 I El still Porto. call it El Porto. El old Porto. School, uh, it'll, it'll always be old school. El Porto. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but, so. but, but Jackie, uh, Jessica, please tell us how you have pivoted in this crisis. <laughs> I mean, from one day to the next. Um, we literally pivoted, you know, last Monday I went into the restaurant and I started moving tables and taking seats out. And, you know, we thought we were just going to be social distancing and creating more space and maybe seating every other table. Um, and then by Monday evening, you know, when the news came out that we had to stop the dine-in completely, um, you know, Zach and myself had kind of been talking about what if this had actually happened and, so we kind of had a game plan and we've been talking about creating this market and a seafood market as well as kind of a mini grocery store for the El Porto area. Um, and we literally from Monday night to Tuesday morning, moved stuff around, put in shelving. I placed a big order with our Cisco rep, you know, thinking about kind of outside the box of what we normally do and, trying to purchase the things that the community was looking for, you know, toilet paper, 
large uh, bottles of water uh, besides all the stuff that we had in house. And, you know, it all came in Tuesday morning and we opened up as a grocery store and wow, <laughs> we started working yeah. on signage, you know, we put within by like Tuesday afternoon, we were hand painting signs, you know, that said fresh yeah. milk, eggs, produce, and yeah. putting them up on the building. And it was, it was kind of crazy. Um, it was, it's really a byproduct of us just being problem solvers um, at heart. Yeah. That's kind of what we do every yeah. day. And when we were presented with this problem, we kind of put our heads together and said, you know what? We have an incredible establishment with incredible, incredible employees that we don't want to lose their jobs. We want to do everything right. in our power to keep them um, employed, do a service for the community, really most of all take the strain off the grocery stores. You know, that was a big thing. We kind of, we, we really got ahead of the game and could, we had some smart friends kind of tell us what's going to happen. They started saying, imagine grocery stores with lines out the door. And, and that hurt me. He said, people are going to get scared when they see that. So we said, we have to do our part to relieve, take that stress off those grocery stores and do what we do best and solve the problem. We have the channels to buy food. Let's ex- exhaust right. those channels. And, and Jessica is an incredible marketer and she, she just, she'll do whatever it takes. So she got there early in the morning and turn the place into a market. And we just, I mean, it, right. it really was a transformation overnight and an incredible now, pivot. And hopefully, you know, we're this, making the, the customers uh, this is you know, a little, a little this happier is in this time of, of, of tough times. I, I love this. I love so, this. I, I love this. So how does this work? How does this work? How do people uh, arrange themselves? Is it uh, only uh, takeout and delivery, or how does it work? And really quick, guys, before, before Jessica says what she says, I want to make it clear. So every day we're, we're, we're continuing to evolve. We learn more and more every day. It's such a fluid situation. So every day it changes. So it's kind of stay tuned, but I'll go ahead and let Jessica tell you how it all works right now. Uh, so right now our system is if you visit our website, fishbarmb.com, we have an online order form, which you can download, fill out, and then email back to us. Um, and we're filling orders uh, that we receive via email within the same hour. Um, people can also request special pickup times if they want to pick it up 5 o'clock this afternoon. Um, once we receive the order, our managers from the restaurant call the customer, um, and they process payment over the phone. And then once the customer arrives to the restaurant, we're having um, spaces kind of reserved out front for curbside pickup. So people will uh, will come, park, call the restaurant, let us know that they're there, and we'll run it out. They pop their trunk, and they're off. They don't even come inside. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one option. The other option is we're having a queuing system um, where we are we are allowing uh, one group in at, to the restaurant at a time uh, to look and see what they'd like. You know, we're asking everybody sanitize and put on gloves upon entering, and also um, – only our staff is handling the product, so uh, really, you know, trying to limit limit the contact with everybody. Um, so we've got those two systems down right now, and then we have people calling in their orders. You know, they'll look at the list, but they might not be tech savvy, you know, to download a PDF and, and email it back, and they'll just place the order over the phone. So we're kind of doing it all right now. This, wow. this is amazing. This is amazing. It is amazing. I, I'm, I'm, what a great... I am I'm so impressed. So impressed. Let, <laughs> let me ask you. Thank uh, you so much. Um, 
no, seriously, you are doing a great service for, for your community. Um, and North and, North North Manhattan. I'm trying to think. There's really there's not really a market in that area. Well, Am well, I so that's that's kind of one of our things. So we're, we're big fans of uh, bocados um, over in Hermosa. Uh, in Hermosa. Well, right. And you know, Frank, Franco Franco does an incredible job over there. And so we've been kind of joking. We've, we're becoming the the Frank uh, the bocados of North of Manhattan. North Manhattan. Yeah. And, and so he, he's such an incredible guy and, and, and we really love what he's doing there. So in a time of need, we got to pivot. We got to, you know, we got to emulate. That was him. actually one of the first people I contacted and I said, Franco, you know, what are your top 10 most requested items that people are looking right. for? And that's kind of right. where the model began too, is, you know, when we were adding things, I, I talked to Franco about what works for him and what people were looking for. Um, and really, the best part about this is, you know, all the emails that we're getting, all the calls that we're getting, every single person has expressed how thankful they are that we're doing this, how convenient it is, you know, and we've created regulars now that are placing, you know, small grocery orders every single day, and they're just so happy right. that they don't have to go outside of, you know, our little North Manhattan El Porto bubble, and they can get everything they need right, right there. Right. It's, it's right. Just, that is just that is so fantastic. Thank you. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, boy, yeah, I you, mean, you, 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 we're just happy. You to guys help. are nimble. <laughs> yeah. No. no and, and hey, no. you're helping more than your employees. You're helping the whole community. No. You know. We, we like to hope so, and that's all we can try to do at this time. No. Wow, fantastic! We're, Fish we're happy bar, to still be here. Fish bar market. Fish bar market and groceries. Right, fishbarmb.com. Fishbarmb.com. Wow, you know. Yeah, and especially on the on the air, I just want to thank our incredible staff for for making this happen, uh, and for those staff that, yeah, they've they've just worked tirelessly to make this happen, really to keep the ship afloat, to make sure that we have you know a great place for our customers to come to, and, and for our staff to come back to when we're you know roaring back at it. So, thank you to everyone. Oh man, yeah. thank you, yeah. Jessica, Jessica, Chef Jessica, and Zach from Fish Bar in Manhattan Beach, uh, stepping up to the plate, stepping up to the plate. Thank you so much, you guys. I love this. What Absolutely. a great thank model! Thank you. Thank you for having this us. Is you, you guys uh, are, you know, obviously uh, necessity is the mother of invention. You are, you are creating a great model for all those restaurant peers and, you know, that, that uh, are looking at trying to pivot in a, such a way that they can maintain uh, a, a, a cash flow, a strong, strong cash flow. And this is the model that might work and might uh, do it for people. I just, uh, I'm, I'm blown away. This is great. You know, it was very, and, it was very flattering when, when people started sending us um, other other restaurants across the country that kind of started doing it. I mean, I still we're still kind yeah. of rich for who did it before us, but it was I'm we're flat. We, we just want to do our part, and, and and just I think the big thing has been our our ability to evolve, kind of to make it so it is sustainable. So at first, you don't want to you, right. you do this market, but you don't want everyone coming in your market. You, we had to really make sure we really took the next steps to ensure safety of our staff and our customers. And so I hope that other people follow suit too and really try to go more of this contactless. Um, service process. Well, it's with so I, people like you, people like you yep, is, is the yep. reason why we're going to beat this, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I hope, would we hope we like to do our part. Thank you for saying that. 
yeah, I would encourage any restaurateur or uh, any other business that wants to provide local uh, groceries, contact less local groceries to their uh, marketplace. Um, uh, do you want them to contact you via phone or email? Because you might get a flood of contacts from people that want to know yeah, how you're doing. That's so <clears throat> what that's funny that you say that. It's funny that you say that because I've already had two people, both in the industry, um, both in the South Bay, reach out to me and say, how did you do it? Can we use your order right. guide? Can we, can we do what you did? Can you tell us, you know, right. what's the secret? And, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's being highly <laughs> adaptable. It's, it's being, you know, able to function off no sleep for many consecutive days. And, I yeah. mean, staff, the staff has been highly adaptable. You know, the first couple of days were crazy, but now I walk in and I'm so proud. Everybody, you know, they're, they're taking pride in their little marketplace and they're taking pride in the connections that they're making with the community. I feel, we, you know, we've been in that location for nine years and some of our mm. staff says that they feel more connected to our neighbors than they ever have in the last nine years because it's just such a unique time. Um, so, and, and I think as far as the email, the email or phone, we'll take it all. We're happy. We, we have all of our channels, you know, open and ready to go. Um, we're really trying to be nimble, like you said, and, and, and try to take this on the best we can. So, um, and we're happy to help anyone who needs help. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to make this all work for the best of the community. Fantastic. Okay. That's just okay. fantastic. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much, Jessica, Zach, Fish Bar. Fish Bar, everybody, up in North Manhattan. It's now a grocery store market. Go get the stuff you need. Thank you, guys. Whatever you guys need. Thank you for having us. We appreciate your time and help. Thank, thank you, you thank for calling you. in. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Oh, man, that's fantastic. That is uh, – that. you know, I had I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about that. It's great. This is the right way. I mean, this is the right way to do it. Local restaurants, local businesses that that want to fight to stay in business need to have a different model when you can't do contact. I mean, serving food live is not allowed, and they've done it. They've done it. They've cracked the, the, the solution. People want local groceries. People want to be able to target. I have to get there at no later than 6.15, 6.30. By 6.45, yeah. there's a 150 people in line, and the line doubles in the 15 minutes from 6.45 to 7 o'clock when they open. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, as I mentioned to you last week or the week before, whenever it was, you know, we, we've, always, we, we've always been prepared in our household. You know, um, right. I, I, I've got enough stuff. I got enough stuff for six months. We're, we are not going to start. No. It it might get boring, you know, at right. a certain point. It's right. just going to be pasta and tomato sauce. But uh, we've got enough. We, we have no issues. So uh, as I mentioned in my weekend guide that went out this morning, I was I didn't go out for a whole week. I didn't go out for a week. Um, and then last yeah. Sunday, I decided I, I had been keeping a list. I had been keeping a list for a week and the list was starting to get long yeah. and and I got up yeah. early Sunday morning 
and I was like, I'm just going, I'm going to the store, you know, I'm just, I'm just doing yeah. it. I didn't need that much, yeah. you know, it's like my, my yeah. shopping cart was not full, you know, it was, I just, yeah. a couple of things that make life a little easier, like sour cream, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, just, uh, speaking of that, going out to the store or running errands, uh, in the weekend guide this morning, I posted a link to a fantastic tutorial on YouTube about how uh-huh. to because look at you're going into the grocery store right you can wear your mask and goggles right. and gloves but everything right. that's on those shelves has been touched by other people all right, right. Uh, not right. just the stock the stock people are probably used in gloves but you know the the truck drivers the other end wherever it came from so a lot of people have touched that stuff and the last thing you want to do is be all excited about getting toilet paper and have the toilet paper bring COVID into your house so I posted right. this fantastic tutorial on how to clean, <laughs> how to how to bring your your groceries in, how to make sure you you clean everything, and 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 it is an effort. You know, it's not just hey, like you used to, you bring your groceries in and put them in the the refrigerator and the pantry. Uh, there's a lot more work involved now. But what we've discovered, because when I went out Sunday, uh, I also had to go to the bank and CVS and someplace else I can't remember. So I was like, I had a list and I was just running boom, 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 hit all the places at once. When I came home, all the bags came in and, and we've been doing this for two weeks is wiping down all of our groceries with, with uh, the, the, the hand wipes, the hand sanitizer wipes, but it's a great tutorial. Right. It's on my website. All right? right. Go to the daily blog. Everything is being posted to the daily blog. I'm posting half a dozen items every day. Um, so go 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 to my website, com. go to the daily blog, scroll down, you'll see tips for uh, uh, cleaning your groceries uh, when you get home. Um, you know, uh, you you mentioned to uh, Jessica and Zach that um, you got to pivot, you know, when, when things like this happen. One thing is right. I wanted to mention is uh, at, at one of my advertisers, Raging Cajun Cafe, uh, you know, they stayed open. They are doing, you know, curbside pickup you know, uh, to-go orders, delivery. Uh, but I just wanted to mention that with every order, it, kids eat free with purchase of an adult meal, okay? So oh, if right, you've got right, a family right. of four, you got a family of four, and you're going to order out from Region Cajun, the kids' meals are going to be free. If you, you know, two adults, two, two kids, however that works. A um, couple other things I want to I get to here. Um, there is a COVID-19 testing center at Harbor Regional Park. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't wow. know where else. Drive through? Yeah. I, uh, no, no, not drive through. They have tents set up and it's being run by the Los Angeles Fire Department. It's Harbor Regional, so it's technically LA County. Um, mm-hmm. so, so if you feel, I don't know of any other testing centers in the South Bay, do you? Uh, no, not off the top of my head, but I haven't really been looking. Um, well, anyway, I, I know about this one. So if you feel the need to get tested and you know something, don't just go to get tested because you want to know if you're sick, go and get tested. You don't, you know, so that's, it's at Harbor Regional Park. Um, also, <clears throat> I don't know if, if you saw this, but, um, one of our friends, Greg Gelman, uh, from the mm-hmm. Domo group contacted yeah. it and, um, he posted a video on Facebook uh, because hmm. I guess so many people have been contacting him and they're asking him all these questions. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he he did a video and posted it to Facebook with 
the process, what happened with him specifically. And, you know, he, he said, you know, I'm not elderly. I don't have any underlying health issues. And yet when he, he came down with a bad, he said, he said, it just hit him like a, like a ton of bricks. And everybody called every ER and clinic hospital, you know, they said they wouldn't test him because he wasn't one of the people in the, in the danger group. Um, but right. he did find a place that allowed him to come in and they tested him and he was positive. Uh, it's a clinic in Torrance. Uh, it's on Hawthorne. It's called Make You Well. And apparently mm-hmm. they, they said, yeah, come on in and we'll test you. And he said, you know, that he, he, he explained on the video that uh, they told him to call him when he got to the parking lot. He did that. Somebody came out in personal protective gear, escorted him in, not around other people, into a private room. They swabbed him. They said, we'll get the results back to you in two to four days. He got them in two days. Um, so so, so that that's another option is make you well. It's a clinic in Torrance. Um, you want to you see who's on the line there, Joe, while well, well, I go through a couple oh, of other yeah, things yeah, on my yeah, list? Well. <clears throat> okay, mm-hmm. so um, as Christian said, uh, the beaches are still open for now, but uh, we'll, we'll see if, uh, if, if that changes. Um, okay, a couple of things here. Some of this is... The news is coming in so fast and furious that some of this is old now, but I'm just going to mention it anyway. Uh, Terranea closed the resort and, the, and their amenities, so so Terranea is shut down for the time being. Uh, don't don't go down there thinking you're going to hang out. They're closed. Um, uh, Manhattan Beach, uh, the city of Manhattan Beach, has coordinated a resource delivery program that serves older adults that need assistance during the pandemic. Uh, there's a city's older adult hotline at 310-802-5010, and they can coordinate meals, transportation, get you medicine and groceries, um, uh, and other essential items from community and city employee volunteers. Okay, so um, yeah, that's Manhattan Beach City Older Adult Hotline 310-802-5010. Okay, Joe, who have we got on the line? Jackie, one of our favorite, favorite friends, Chris Wolf from the Torrance uh, Cultural Arts Center. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jackie. How are you? We are doing just fine. How are you doing? Uh, you know, we're doing well. We're we're um, sort of taking it day by day at this point. Yeah, right. so I, I would imagine that everything that was on your event calendar has been canceled, as has everything on my website. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what we we like to say it's been postponed. Um, essentially, okay. we uh, we have uh, been in talks with all the artists that were scheduled through the end of uh, through March and April, and um, asked that we uh, postpone their performances. So essentially, we're asking people to hold on to their tickets, which will be good for the you know the new dates when we have them. But once the new dates are are determined uh then of course if they can't make that we'll give a full refund but we we do ask them to hold on to their tickets because we we know that they want to come see the show and we want to bring it to them oh no that's fantastic that's fantastic um and i imagine that every other performing arts venue is dealing with the same thing you know what's going to happen chris is when when we're past this everybody's going to try and rebook everybody else it's going to be crazy (laughs) <laughs> well, and, and yeah, there, there's. It's interesting. I was just on a uh, a Zoom meeting with over 60 presenters from California, um, and 
they're all sort of reeling and trying to figure out what to do. I mean, everyone from the Broad Stage to uh, California Fest, um, places in San Francisco, they all are feeling the pinch. And so we're, you know, they're hoping that people will be patient and let us uh, sort of ride this wave out and then bring back the entertainment. Of course, the the other concern is once this is done, are people going to want to come to the theater? But I have a feeling that when things calm down, people are going to need us more than ever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And yeah, no, it's it's going to be a tsunami, I think. You know, once once we, we get the okay that it's okay to... I think it's going to be a little more staggered. I don't think it's going to be a straight black and white thing. It's going to be staggered. They're already talking mm-hmm. about um, possibly in the next week or so, getting younger people or people that have already been exposed and gotten over it back back to work, you know, uh, leave 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 your the, the the danger groups, you know, stay keeping the social distance and staying at home, but getting younger mm-hmm. people uh, uh, back into work, like you know, in 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 not in waves and you know, one you know a little bit at a time. So, but no, we we definitely mm-hmm. need our entertainment, you know. Uh, Chris, are you are you uh, I know that you have a podcast that you've been doing. I've checked it out. It's fantastic. Um, Thank you. Do you have a Do you have a a whole bunch of them that you're you're sitting on that you can share now, or or is that something that we'll have to continue later as well? Well, it's interesting. Thank you for bringing that up. It's it's funny because the the podcast was really des- designed for um, promoting our events and talking to the artists that are that we have being presented, and I'm I'm since we obviously don't have anyone, we have some uh, acts already determined for next season. One of which I'm trying to arrange a com- an interview with now, which is uh, uh take face from America's got talent. But um, we, I, I think I'm going to try and reach out to some artists that I respect and whose work is, you know, well known and, and see if maybe they would spend 20 minutes, half hour talking. So, just in relevant and keep ourselves out there. We're also looking at another, other ways to entertain virtually. It's right. You know, we just, we want to keep people aware of us. We want to keep people entertained and, and give them content. But at the same time, we don't want them to forget the joy of going to a live performance. Oh, absolutely. I'm telling you, Chris, this better be over by summer. Because if I can't go to my summer concerts, I'm going to go throw myself <laughs> off a roof someplace. You know, no, we, yeah. we all need it. We all we all well, need we, it. We all need the entertainment. We had we actually have some things. We we usually don't do stuff in the summer, but we have a a couple of um, concerts planned for the, uh, this summer that we're hoping to do, and it's it, they're actually dance concerts where people uh, can come a little early, learn a few steps from a dance pro, and then. Um, so when we have a Latin night and they're doing the salsa, you'll have already learned how to do the salsa so you don't feel like an idiot on the dance floor. Right. <laughs> no, we don't want anybody to feel or look like an idiot on the dance floor. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, so do I. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, so, Chris, do you, do you um, if anybody has any questions about anything, um, do you want to give out any contact info if anybody wants has questions for you? Sure, absolutely. I mean, if you, and I, I'm also encouraging all the arts local performing groups to try and get together. I'm trying to arrange a uh, a webinar with the Californians for the Arts to talk about 
um, this and another issue which is very important to them, which is AB5. But um, they can reach me directly on my, <clears throat> excuse me, my email, which is cwolf at torrentsarts.org, um, or check our website or uh, our office phone number, which is uh, 310-378-8100. And, I, you know, I think at this point, now more than ever, the arts groups need to get together and try and figure out ways that we can weather this storm together. You know, Chris, right. it's interesting. I've been receiving just this last week, I'm receiving now virtual art events. Uh, last Monday, the mm-hmm. South Bay Artists Collective did a, they did a, a, a live uh, stream art project, you know, for adults and kids. Um, uh, uh, Shockbox is doing mm-hmm. a um, virtual uh, 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 artist talk and closing reception. Um, Beach Life Festival is going to do a virtual uh, live, a live stream concert. Uh, with some of the artists that were scheduled to play at the festival this year, I, you know, so it, it's it, it's it's the creatives once again. It's the creatives at the forefront, you know, getting creative and and bringing art into our lives <laughs> virtually. Which well, you know, is, yeah. what's really kind of what's really kind of sad is that the the artists and and the creatives are going to get us through this, but once it's all done, inevitably, the arts are the first thing to get cut. I you, oh you, oh gosh I was on such a high and you had to go and say that I know <laughs> I know I know I know it's 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 the truth it's the horrible truth um, but we have such an incredible artistic community here in the South Bay you know the entire yeah. South Bay uh, Toka is a big part of that you bring so much to the community uh, and thank you for that thank you for that and we'll Toka 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 and thank you guys for what you do. Um, I just want to also throw out there that um, National Theater Live um, is going to be live or streaming some of their content on their YouTube channel. So if you've missed some of their uh, performances that we've been presenting, um, they're going to do some some of the old titles um, that I think some of them we've done in the past, but some of them we haven't been able to do. So if you check out National Theater Live YouTube channel, you can check out some really amazing uh, plays filmed live um, in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. another great resource. Another great resource. If you need a little opera in your life, uh, go to the, go to the go to the YouTube channel. Well, thank you so much, Chris, and we'll see you on the other side of this. Okay. I'm looking yes. forward to it. Thank you guys so much. And and just because you have your own podcast now doesn't mean you're not going to come on ours, right? Oh, I, right. I'm, I'm available anytime. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Chris. And you, thank you, Chris, and take care. You too. Bye bye. All right. Thank you. That was nice of Chris to wow. call in and tell us what's going on. Well, I, I, I'm so thrilled, Jackie, that you know uh, we've changed. You've changed the description of the show, and so people are more aware in your newsletter that they can call in. And I think we're going to get a lot more of this as people get uh, used to the idea that on Thursdays they can call in and contribute to the conversation. And that's wonderful. Yes, yes it is. Two, yes, it is. We've had two that have blown me away. Fishbarmb.com. If you need any local groceries in El Porto or North Manhattan, if you have to go North Manhattan, um, you can just call or or uh go to fishbarmb.com you can uh 
uh, order uh, and then uh, have curbside pickup. You don't even have to get out of your car. How how cool is that? Pretty freaking cool. But as something else I wanted to tell you about, which you'll really appreciate, we had Rob Rubens on from R6 Distillery telling us about how they're switching gears and, and making uh, hand sanitizer now for our local mm-hmm. first responders. But listen to this. I heard from Mark Nicholas over at Ooh. Manhattan Beach Studios. You know what they're doing? Yeah. You know what they they have a 3D they have a 3D printer and they're making masks. <laughs> Mark is so uh he is so creative and uh there's so many different ways that uh, people can contribute. He's making 3D printed masks. Wow. Yep. Yep. That yep, that's our friend Mark. Um I'm going to see if I can get him to get call in next next week. Uh I want to hear about that. You know, you know, if anybody, if you know anybody that's going to have a 3D printer, it's Mark, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um okay, so I'm going I got a couple of other things I want to touch on here. Um I had mentioned the last couple of weeks in in uh, in the weekend guide and on the website that the South Bay Botanic Garden is open. It's one of the few places that are is open. I think it might be the only place that's open, but um, because they have 87 acres up there, so you can go and you can walk around and you don't have to worry about social distancing. Well, actually, that's what I thought, but I got uh, an email from them saying that um, they're moving to a timed ticketing system. All right, because I right. guess with nothing else to do, everybody's going to the garden, right? And and of course, it's cherry blossom season, so. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I mean, people would go normally, but I would imagine that a lot more people are doing that because there just aren't other safe places to go. So they are moving to a time ticketing system. Um, you know, you're going to be required to reserve a time ticket to uh, control the number. No- they're, they're doing this in order to control the number of people within the garden and allow visitors to maintain social distancing. So they must there must be a run on the garden. Okay, so right. <clears throat> you can you can call them. Or you can contact them at guest services at scbgf.org. Uh, again, all of this information we're sharing is on my website on the daily blog page. Um, I'm getting updates from Assemblymember Al Muratsuchi, um, and there have been a couple of things. Oh. Uh, yeah, the, the latest one is uh, the California Public Utilities, you know, that they regulate, you know, energy, water, sewer, communications. Determined that companies should halt the disconnections of services as a result of non-payments. All right, so right. you don't have to worry about your utilities being shut off. Uh, the government, you know, put a hold on that. In addition to uh, 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 rent, you know, and mortgage payments, people can't be evicted at this time if you're right. not making payments. All right, so so that's right. that's really important. Um, and then a couple of uh, our local chambers have set up. Uh, uh, pages or sites specifically to support their local restaurants. Um, El Segundo Chamber of Commerce is doing Gundo to go or Gundo to go. Gundo? El Segundo. Gundo, <laughs> Gundo. to go. <laughs> Gundo to go. Yeah. So uh, you can go to that website and check that out. Uh, Torrance Chamber of Commerce is has a page, Torrance Strong. Um, it looks like it's mostly restaurants at this point, but they're supporting other businesses. And Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce, our friends at the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce, I'm sure Kelly mentioned this mm-hmm. on the Tuesday, mm-hmm. the special Tuesday show you just did, but they have Meals yeah. to Go MB. Meals to Go MB. Right. So you can go to that page and you can see which of your favorite restaurants are open and cooking, and you can go by and pick up or deliver. Um, 
another bright note, um, I received a press release from Walk With Sally. Uh, you know, they had to cancel their Friendship Bowl, which is their big right. spring fundraiser. Check this out. They raised $140,000. Wow. They had to cancel their event, and yet they still raised $140,000. How do you like that? Right, right, right. Um, That's uh, one of the things that is coming out of this uh, COVID-19 pandemic is that, you know, uh, when the, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, especially Americans, uh, will pitch in and really do, uh, amazing things. What's happening all over this country is that people are going back to their roots, going back to, uh, focusing in on their communities. My wife and I took a walk uh, uh, a few days ago around the neighborhood and we talked to neighbors maintaining our, our distance, but we talked to neighbors who have kids home. It's just like it was, you know, many years ago, the neighborhood has come alive with everyone being home and having to work from home and, and yet needing to get out and talk to neighbors. It was, it was an amazing experience. It was wonderful. Let's hope that let's hope when all this is over that it continues. I have another couple of things I want to mention before we go off the air. Um, yes. Residents and some, you know, some of our local cities, most of our local cities, are doing a great job at getting information out there. the The difficulty mm-hmm. is sorting through it all because, I mean, I personally am getting stuff from every city. I'm also getting the regional alerts and the state alerts. So, so you're getting the same information from three, four, five different sources. But, um, but, but there's all this information out there. You just have to look for it. I made it easy. It's on my website. You can go. All of the links are there. But uh, residents are avo- uh, advised to avoid Dockweiler Beach. All right. They've set right. up right. a COVID-19 uh, RV camp there. So avoid that. Right. Uh, the city, city of Manhattan Beach adopted social distancing and anti-hoarding ordinance. All right. Mm-hmm. So they and they're going to enforce this. Okay. So if you're in the grocery store and you fill your cart up with every, you know, bottle of milk in the store, uh, you, you can you, you can be they, they will enforce it. Um, most of the beach cities have closed their parking lots uh, because as we saw last weekend, people were out in droves. It was ridiculous. The Strand, the right. bike path, the Esplanade, it absolutely nuts. I don't know what the hell people are thinking. So they've they've closed the parking lots, and as we mentioned earlier, Christian, they're they're talking about maybe closing the beaches. Um, right. And then, really, really important. I just received this last night. I don't know who the person is. I, I don't know how she found me, but she sent me a link: healthyeating.org forward slash school meals. All right. So this is for all those kids uh, that depend on their lunch uh, that they get at school. All right. Um, so to provide California families, um, they ag- they have a, they have a comprehensive aggregated list of school sites with free meals for children throughout the state. All right. Uh, right. This is put, put together by uh, the Dairy Council of California in partnership with California Milk Processing Board and California State Senator Dr. Richard Pan. All right. It's healthyeating.org forward slash school meals. All right. And again, that is on my website. The link is there. Uh, you know, it, you know, it's, it, we're just getting so much incredible 
information, and we're doing our best to to get it out to you. Uh, it's 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 challenging though. So so between the between the website and this podcast, um, you know, <laughs> we're, we're 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 putting it out there. Uh, uh, one, you know, we can't leave without telling people you have to go to southbaybyjackie.com and sign up for Jackie's regular weekend guide, not because you're going to be looking for parties to go to, but because you want to know what information is out there. Jackie's uh, weekend guide on Thursdays is the number one resource for South Bay information during this COVID pandemic. And we're going to be in lockdown, it looks like, for at least the next six weeks. So you need this information, southbaybyjackie.com. Also been visited today by some incredible friends of the South Bay show, uh, Chris Wolf from uh, the Torrance Cultural Arts Center. That's torrencearts.org. Stay plugged in to the arts. There's going to be lots of virtual uh, art uh, uh, you know, events going on. Stay plugged in, torrencearts.org fishbarmb.com, El Porto, North Manhattan Beach. You do not have to brave the crowds, or if you're severely challenged, if you have pre-existing conditions, you can order through fishbarmb.com, milk and cheese and and eggs and frozen uh, uh, or fresh seafood and meat, fresh vegetables, canned goods, pasta and rice, and you can order ahead and curbside pickup you do not even have to get out of your car this is a a an amazing model for the rest of the country and it's it's happening right here in el porto and north manhattan beach and then of course manhattan beach studios mark nicholas uh uh and and the team over there um please uh visit manhattanbeachstudios.net they're they're starting to um uh, put up or stand up some virtual uh, events and they're going to be a source of virtual events that you can uh, access. Uh, thanks so much to Mark, Nick, and Lauren over at ManhattanBeatStudios.net. Anything else? And Jackie? don't forget, don't forget to donate to R6 Distillery's GoFundMe page. They're going <laughs> to, they're, they're switching over. They're, they're not making the booze. They're going to make hand sanitizer. It's a real thing. All right. So go to wow. their GoFundMe page, R6 Distillery, and donate a couple of bucks. It might save your life, right? Right. right. All right. right. Or, we or, wrap or the with... life of a yes, or the life of, uh, of a uh, of a first responder. First... Uh, yes. This is amazing. Thank you, Love Jackie. Our Thank you. Have you have Love you seen my hashtag? Bay. Have you seen my no, hashtag? No. What's the hashtag? What's the hashtag? Hashtag South Bay Strong. South Bay Strong. Strong. South Bay Strong. Fantastic show, Jackie. Uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow. Who, who's on the show tomorrow? Um, uh, uh, Sandy Abrams. Um, right. She, she's an author, an entrepreneur, and uh, we're going to be talking to her tomorrow. So about mindfulness ready. and uh, and getting through this breathing. with some breathing, breathing, um, some positivity just, just tomorrow. There's absolutely right, nothing thanks. wrong with no, no matter what situation you're in. If you just take a few deep breaths, it helps. So we'll get into that right. tomorrow. Right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.